Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gambling and Rambling. Uh, this is week 11 of the NFL season. Today, we're going to be going over all the spread picks uh, for Thursday Night Football all the way to Monday night. Uh, we'll have Alex kind of be the MC of this show just because I my laptop's busted and I, I'm, I'm on my phone. I don't have any access to anything, so I don't even really know what the lines are. I bet That's what happens games. when the Saints lose. Breaks his laptop, snatches his laptop. I can only imagine what you did when the when the Browns lost to the Patriots. I moved um, down to Florida. Had to clear my head, get some sunshine. <laughs> Wasn't good. Yeah. So, well, speaking of the Patriots, uh, that is our first game of the slate. So, um, uh, we'll hand this off to Alex, who has all the yeah. Yeah, so just a quick recap of last week here, too. Uh, PB, PB put up uh, the best record of the week, went nine and five. His with uh, with one and out. Oh. One and out oh on the lot. Yep, yep. So good job, PB. Corey came in uh, second there, agent six. His lock, however, did not hit. Uh, and we, got, we got Nick six and eight. His lock hit. And then. Uh, bringing up the rear five and nine for your boy and oh and one unlocked so just a <laughs> just a turn it around week in week 11 here that's what we're looking for but uh on to the first game thursday night matchup patriots at falcons uh line opened at falcons minus one and a half it's all the way up to now patriots minus seven got an over under of wait, 46 what? and a half yeah <laughs> The line opened at Falcons minus one and a half, and it is at Patriots minus seven. Yep. 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 So I believe, I, I believe it opened. Uh, it definitely opened prior to Sunday's games. Okay. Because <laughs> that clearly uh, flipped the line quite a bit. That's wild to me. I've never. Well, they're at Mac home. Jones that makes is, sense. Matt Jones good. is emerging as. Uh, the next Tom Brady, Bill Belichick has done it again. It's very frustrating. They uh, they just absolutely destroyed the Browns last week. They look like a good football team. Their third string running backs were just trucking all over that Browns right. defense. Doesn't matter who they throw back there. They're just they're just going to produce. Mac Jones looks in, incredibly accurate for a rookie quarterback. Um, I think that the Falcons are not the team that's going to stop this train right now. Uh, this might be one of Belichick's best coaching seasons, I think. I, I mean, definitely not his best team, but from what I saw last week, it's uh, they're performing at a very high level. So let me get, uh, what is it now, Patriots minus seven? Yeah. <laughs> Going with the Pats. All right. Corey? Yeah, no, um, to, you know, I'll take this to my grave. Um, I will never bet on that team in the uh, upstate i hate the patriots i can't stand them never stood them i wasn't like, i wasn't sure if you're gonna we, we know Corey's betting process right now is just whatever can happen for the colts to make the playoffs and he just <laughs> and the patriots are one of the teams that can stop the colts and so he's he, he just can't no matter what he can't bet on oh no i was on the i was on the saints last week so I yeah because of the titans being I on the other side that. but it went against my better judgment because again if the saints would have won that game i would have would have never heard the end of it from you but going back to this game um i i think mac jones is 
So last week's game script obviously helped them a lot because one, they had a defensive touchdown. They got up early, very quickly on the Browns. And so Mac Jones didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was snap. He, the ball he did a lot. Don't he say made some he, nice he, he, he did a nice lot. Games. No, I it put up 45 I, points, Corey. No, I, I know what he did. I'm just saying like, there hasn't been a scenario this year where, you know, there's a two minute drill and he has to move the ball down the field. And I think at home, Short week, we've always talked about, um, you know, the Falcons. I think the Falcons are still, I mean, they put up a dud. I still think they're pretty competitive. And they're in a very, very slim chance of making the playoffs in the NFC. There still is a chance there with the, with the way their schedule ends up. Um, so I'm, I like the Falcons at home at plus seven. Uh, PB? Uh, so uh, props to anybody. If you got the, the Patriots as like plus one and a half or whatever, it seemed to, oh, that's just wild to me. But now that it is at gone all the way to Falcons plus seven, I will definitely be on that side. Uh, I always like taking like, especially these, uh, these teams coming off of huge, huge weeks, like the Patriots, uh, and the, like they covered, and then this, and then you have the Falcons who did not cover against the Cowboys and got a beat down. This is a spot on a short week. People will be very recency uh, biased, and they'll just take the Patriots, however many points. It doesn't matter. The public will take it, and you know, and now I'm gonna. And Cordell Patterson is like probably not gonna play, but that really doesn't matter that much. You know, Mike Davis will just fill right in there, and. It's a short week. The Patriots are having to travel to Atlanta. And whenever I can get someone at home at plus seven, it's a, it, that's too many points on a Thursday night. Way too many points. And what a game that I think, again, will probably go under the total. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the points here uh, with the Falcons. Yeah, I, I, I really like this line a lot better. I mean, obviously, when it was at six and a half, right? <laughs> I can definitely see the Patriots – winning by a touchdown here without I think Corderell is going to be if he doesn't play is going to be more of an issue for the Falcons than than you're giving them credit for they don't have a great run defense and the Patriots game script is run the ball run the ball check down run the ball um I just like the way the Patriots are playing right now I'm going to take Pats minus seven I think Belichick in a short week is uh is better prepared and gets his team better prepared than is it Arthur Smith? Yeah. yeah. Whoever the yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll Matt that. Ryan on a short week, one of the best quarterbacks against the spread too. It's like the seventy-five percent right? hit rate. Is that right? Yeah. And to your to your point too, uh, I don't know the exact percentage, but betting teams that didn't cover last week again. That yeah, it has. Sort of, there's a lot of things going in favor of the Falcons. You're getting you're fading the public for sure. The okay. public's gonna be hammering the Patriots. You are getting a team that absolutely blew out the Browns, and then you're getting a team that got blown out. So that increases the spread. And then you're getting like a team that, like Matt Ryan, who's been pretty solid over his career on a short week. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of things moving in favor of the Falcons plus seven. All right, on to uh, Sunday's early games here. First one we're going to cover is Ravens at Bears. Um, line opened up at Ravens minus three and a half. It's all the way up to Ravens minus six, over under a 45 here. Um, I'll start it off 
uh, just being the Chicago guy. Um, I'm not looking forward to this game. I, I think that this is going to be an extremely boring game, first of all. I think it's going to be an extremely fast game. Um, a lot of handing the ball off and assuming that there isn't a million penalty calls and holdings. This game's going to go by quick. Um, I think the Ravens cover anything less than a touchdown, and the under even at 45 seems too high. Um, so we'll, we'll kick this one off with Patrick. Uh, you said the spread is uh, it's minus six Ravens, right? Yeah, Ravens minus six. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the the Ravens minus six here. You know, they just got beat by the Dolphins. People probably a little lower than than they should be uh, on them, and a team that can get pressure against Justin Fields like the Ravens can. I'm I'm gonna take that, especially at less than a touchdown. Maybe if it was like seven and a half or more, I'd, I'd lean the Bears side. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens here in a bounce-back spot. I've been saying all year, we'll, we'll see how he does over the course of his career, but I'm not a big Justin Fields guy. So I'm getting the Ravens at less than a touchdown. Easy pick for me. And Nick? Yeah, I, I like the bounce-back theory for this one as well. Um that AFC playoff race is heating up. So I think the Ravens are going to, you know, really take this game pretty seriously. And, and like you're saying, anyone who can put pressure on, on the Bears offensive line is going to give Justin Fields a headache. And I just don't think that they have enough um, firepower to really overcome that and the Lamar Jackson led offense on the other side. So um, give me the Ravens. All right, Corey. So after watching that Ravens-Dolphins game, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure one of the Dolphins players blitzed 24, 24 times himself. Um, he a corner, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they had, uh, like, it was, like, the same play call over and over. Yeah, and it obviously was working. I, I don't really understand why the Ravens didn't change a game plan to stop that. Um, and I think the Bears have a better defense than the Ravens uh, – or than the Dolphins, sorry – uh, Glomax should be healthy again. Uh, they had a bye week, so he had a full uh, another week to fully get healthy. Bears at home, it's you know, it's a hard place to play. It's not, you know, even though they suck, the fans are always still there cheering loud. I and the last time the Bears were on the field, who they played the Steelers and they they should have won that game actually. Um, with besides the egregious fouls that were called against them and cost them the game. Um, I I like the Bears here. I think they're trending upwards. Okay. Um, One, the Steelers are terrible. So I just continue. But as we saw against, like, the Steelers are not a good team. I, I, I never said they weren't. But I, and I the like Bears the, couldn't even what, – what was the well, – how much did they end up losing by? Was it three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I can feel the, the Ravens are significantly better than the Steelers. I understand that. But I like the way that the – you know – Bears have been playing. There looks like Justin Fields is getting a little bit more comfortable. He had arguably his best game of the season last last week or two weeks ago when they played. And I think they had a you know full week and a half to prepare for this game. I like Bears at home plus six. Lock it in. Lock it in. The only way I think they actually the Bears actually cover here is what Alex was saying, like just a snooze fest of a game, kind of low scoring, and you always like to have points on your side in those type yeah. of games. So, yeah. I don't know. Ravens if this was like a Thursday night spot and the Ravens had just played 
Sunday, I maybe in the same spread, I'd probably be on the Bears side, the Bears at home. But the Ravens, they played the Thursday night football game last week, so they've had quite a long time to rest. Like I, I just same. We'll see. Yeah, like always. All right, all right. On to the next one. Uh, we got Packers at Vikings. Divisional game here opened at Packers minus one and a half. It's now up to Packers minus two and a half. Obviously, Aaron Jones isn't playing. Um, like I said last week, man, scorched earth Rodgers. Don't mess with that guy. Um, <laughs> they didn't even do that well. but They did. I mean, their defense looked sick. And Yeah, the defense looked good. I don't know yeah. if it was. Yeah. Everyone laughed at me like three weeks ago when I was like, GRE Alexander's out, and now the Packers' defense is so much better. We saw it last week. Besides the fact, I think everyone was just absolutely freezing in that game, so, like, nobody was, like, playing to the best of their ability. But, uh, you know, the first snowfall game of the year is always tough. But uh, That is the weirdest take that I've heard, that the Packers' defense is better without Jari Alexander. But They're playing better. You, I, if I you think Kevin King is better than Jari Alexander, you're out of your mind. I'm not saying talent-wise. I'm just saying they're playing better as a unit. Kind of similar story with OBJ and the Browns, right? Like, you'd think that a superstar would help, but it's it's just not playing out that way. But uh, I like the Packers in this one, but I, I will say I was impressed by that Vikings win last week. Um, so I think it'll be a pretty good game, actually. I'm excited for it. Hmm. Yeah, well... I've been on the Vikings for the last three weeks and they've covered two. Actually, I think they've covered every single game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they, uh, they've looked good. They're also fighting for a playoff spot. They need to win this game, um, you know, to make it, you know, to make it, uh, a, you know, easier for them to get into the playoffs um, as a wild card spot because they're not winning this division. But with that being said, the Packers are a wagon. They've covered seven of, you know, seven last eight games. Um, they, nine straight. Nine straight. So even better. Um, Aaron Rodgers at home, or they're in, they're in Minnesota, but it doesn't matter. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be back uh, fully healthy and they're going to torch the Vikings. So give me Packers minus two and a half. What do we think, PB? I'm going to be on the Vikings plus two and a half here uh, at home. I think the Vikings all year have played very, very close games and they're very familiar with Aaron Rodgers. They're very familiar with the Packers. And this is probably one of the better Vikings teams that Rodgers has faced in, in recent history. I think despite the Vikings record, I think they're, it's one of their better teams. And I'm going to take the plus two and a half uh, here at home, you know, I always, am going to be on the side. Like if a trend is going like, where you have a team like, I don't know, what you said the Packers have covered nine straight. Yep. Like the spreads are meant to regress to the mean over time and they Vegas is adjusting for that. And so, you know, eventually it's going to start coming the other way. And in a divisional game, I, I like it. I like it a lot. So I'm taking the Vikings plus two and a half. Yeah, I agree with you, PB. I'm on the – the- I, I wouldn't bet it, right? I, this isn't a game I'm betting, though. Like – you know, maybe if it got to like three and a half, I would be inclined to bet it. But like, uh, it's just my pick if I had to make one. Yeah, I, I think the interdivisional matchup uh, generally lends itself towards less points, a little bit more of like a defensive battle here. So I can see it being close. 
I think the Packers still probably win, but um, I think the Vikings can cover two and a half. <clears throat> that's a weird don't bet on don't we shouldn't be betting on mason crosby to win a game for the packers that's for sure that dude's dust now no it, it's not his they have a rookie snapper who it's, does it, not they just I, brought I, him in two weeks not, yeah uh, okay him. but i feel like it's, it's been a kicks. while now his kicks have been like laces you know he's been kicking laces like it's been a terrible situation for the guy i feel bad for him because he's been very good for his entire career yeah no for sure his career <clears throat> But yeah, you look at you just trying to throw him underneath the bus. You didn't even know the scenario. You just saw he just started signing. It, okay, whether it's him or the long the snapper, is that changing? I'm sure they're working on it. <laughs> okay, I'm saying if it's not changing, what's the difference? Uh, well, he's See, I, I said he's dust, but I mean it's probably a little bit of both. You know, I'm sure exactly. other kickers have made up for for something that. Yeah, I'm sure they. No. Okay, well, I'm just. Yeah, saying I mean. On, like, on the note of kind of kickers getting old, do we all remember that Vinatieri season for the Colts? Why don't you just sit down over there, Corey? <laughs> Crosby's over. He's done. <laughs> hey, first of all, Vinatieri was like hurt that year and he was playing through. He needs surgery and he still played because he's the greatest of all time. You need, sometimes you need to know when to hang him up. Well, he didn't. He did. After that year, he did. <laughs> <laughs> We're and seeing that, it out of Crosby this year too, so yeah. – might be. With PB. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue actually into the next game here. We've got uh, Colts at Bills. Line opened at Bills minus four and a half. It's now up to Bills minus seven and a half. I don't even. I don't even. Because I, I, I remember. Because this is one I do remember. Because I thought I texted you guys get the Bills six and a half while you can. What it opened at four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. According to Action Network, which I definitely. Definitely trust. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm wondering if that was like an early line or something. It could have just been yeah, like a week in advance. Yeah, yeah, just like there's. I was gonna say that Falcons minus one and a half. There's no way that opened at that after the, the Patriots Browns yeah. game. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but well, yeah, if it was really looking at it, it makes sense. Yeah, Corey, why don't you kick this one off? <laughs> so, uh, Colts have to win this game. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, they they could get in with help down the road and they could finish 10 and 7 and potentially be the seventh seed, but obviously you want to win as many games as possible. Uh I think this game's gonna get up past seven and a half. I think people once it gets to Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, people are gonna start realizing that <clears throat> what they if they like saw the Bills score from last week and the Colts against the Jet like the Jaguars, they're just gonna start betting it up even more. Um, but whatever the, whatever it gets to, I'm taking the Colts plus money, um, or plus the, uh, the, the points, they are putting things together. Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league right now. He is the best offensive line for running the ball. Um, the only thing I, I get worried about is Carson Wentz just trying to do too much, um, and make left-handed throws in the middle of the field when he's getting tackled by two guys, um, and if he and if he doesn't put us in that spot where you know he's trying to make a play every single down, then I think the Colts can cover this game. Um, and you know, if some way somehow we can contain the Bills' receivers, like probably not going to happen. One of them is going to go for probably like two hundred yards, but um, I don't know. Colts have to win this game, so I'm taking Colts plus seven 
and a half with my heart. I'm glad you found your confidence again there, Corey. We had the <laughs> chance to uh, watch that game together. He was pretty scared. Looks like uh, Urban Meyer finally found the right uh, play to put that finger on. And, uh, you know, got a little scary there at the end. So, Dude, okay, um, hang on. they did not look very, other than other than Jonathan Taylor, they didn't. That did not look good because they the started Jaguars, so well. The know? Jaguars changed, or I don't, I, they're a bad team, but I think they're better than bad. That deep, that oh, deep. they're, they're bad. They're just, they're, they're bad. better than bad. They're, just they're bad. bad. They're bottom of the league bad. No, yeah. they're like right, right in front of the Lions because the Lions after I, after what I watched, I, they're officially the worst team. Or but the defensive touchdown is what won you the game. It was a blocked punt. Same difference. So, Nick, what <laughs> are you? What's too close. close. <laughs> what's way too close. I think the Colts do not match up well against the Bills right now. Um, their receivers, the Bills receivers are going to just run wild, I think. And the be- best part of that Bills defense is is obviously the run game. And I think they they limit Jonathan Taylor for as good as he is. I don't think completely stop him. It's going to be a good game. Um, but I still like the Bills in this one. Sorry, Corey. Wait, hang on. But the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Okay. We're, just, we're, not doing, we're not we're not we're not no but no but we're <laughs> just saying how bad the colts looked against the jaguars the colts beat the jaguars the bills did not so take that with the greatest salt. and i think you know you do have a shot definitely because the bills have not looked like the bills that started the season right like the past couple of weeks they've been kind of sputtering and they've put up some real flops of the game so you know i'll, I'll cheer for the colts but my money's going on the bills PB? Uh, yeah, as I mentioned right when we started off, I texted all three of you. I said, take the Bills minus six and a half while you can. Moves now to seven and a half. I mean, if I, I'm still – I already I already have – I have already put, put money on the six and a half. But now that it's at seven and a half, I won't obviously bet it again. I will still, in the show, pick Bills minus – is it seven or seven and a half? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll still take the seven and a half. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor's not going to do a thing in this game. I think Pittman is going to get absolutely shut down by Tredavious White. And then on the other side, you're going to have Diggs run wild. I mean, whether Diggs or, or Emmanuel Sanders, one of them is going to have a big game, I think. This Colt secondary is absolutely atrocious. Diggs is coming alive uh, in the second half of the season here. I think this last week was like the start of that. He's had a still a solid year. He just – it's just been underwhelming because everyone plays, you know, fantasy and he hasn't performed what they thought he would, but he's still having a pretty solid year. Really came alive last week. I think he, he could just – I mean, Josh Allen is just going to torch this game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm on the bills here. Yeah. Very, this is a good – I think – I mean, I haven't yet, but if it's at seven and a half now, I like getting it through two key numbers. So being able to get it through the seven and all the way down to – through the seven and the three down to minus one and a half seems like a nice little teaser play. But I have another teaser in mind as well. So Yeah, Go. and I, I'm going I'm to ride with the Colts and Corey on this one. I think it touchdowns too many points. The six and a half – 
I definitely uh, would have put money on right away. But once it got through a touchdown here. I told you. Why didn't you? <laughs> it was <laughs> Balance was at zero at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I just think a touchdown uh, is too much the way the Colts have been playing lately. I know it's it's not a great uh, matchup for the Colts. You know, Bill's run defense is great, and the Colts uh, have been winning games on the ground. Um, but I, I just think this game stays fairly close. Um, I could see a lot of points being put up in this one, too. Uh, so, in, in that sense, I'll take the Colts over a touchdown at seven and a half. I will say one more thing on this game. Um, I know Jonathan Taylor's not Derrick Henry, but the good running backs who have played against the Bills, which has only been Derrick Henry, he went for 143 yards and a score. So I'm not I'm, I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor is Derrick Henry, but Jonathan Taylor is, I mean, he's the second best back behind Derrick Henry right now in the league statistically. So, I mean, even against fronts where the Colts have had, you know, matchup problems like you know this team's better against the run Jonathan Taylor still ran the ball against those teams so I'm what's just, the best I just want to know what is the best defense that the Colts have put? like you can name some of the teams the Colts have played that that uh, well, name some of the defenses because they have not faced a defense like the Bills in a while probably uh 49ers According to you, the, the, one of the top teams against the running backs and Jonathan Taylor. No, I said they're top 10 against the running back position specifically. I'm talking about an overall defense, like a defense as stout as the Bills. Like what's – what are some of the te- – just name off the teams the Colts played. They have not been very good. Ravens, Rams, uh, Titans. Um, let's go with – Jaguars, Jets. Yep. Seahawks. Okay, so this is the best defense you've faced all year. I mean, in, in a couple weeks, it's probably going to be the best defense a lot of teams face. I yeah, mean, yeah, but I'm just saying specifically with, with the Colts, I don't know. I, I think, yeah. I think you're just a little bit, you know, we're both biased, and you just – you can't be I'm right. biased. So I've taken bad. the Colts – I took the Colts last week. <laughs> I take, I take, I'm unbiased. I take – No, you hate Jonathan Taylor. You hate Jonathan Taylor. So. I have Jonathan but, Taylor right, we, on my fantasy. time. Move on. Move He's on. on my fantasy. All right, all right. Uh, last <laughs> note on this one, it's coming down to the playmaking of Bobby Okariki. <laughs> it's Okariki, actually, now. Yeah, well, he's got a great name. He's going to change the game. <laughs> and on that note, we'll move on to the next one. We got uh, – Lions at Browns opened up minus 10 has not moved since uh, Nick kicked this one off here. We we getting a bounce back game from the Brownies after that dud. It's a tough one, man. I had to, I had to send myself down South, clear my head on a beach. <laughs> uh, not sure it's fully clear yet to be able to assess what's going on and for the Cleveland Browns right now, you know, we had such a great uh, defensive showing the game before. So I thought that would continue. Baker's all beat up. We obviously didn't have our run game. Um, so it was a tough one. Um, tough pill to swallow. Good news is we're playing the absolute worst team in the league by far. Um, so I think we have that going for us. And even if Case Keenum does play, um, I think we'll, I think we're going to sneak away with a win regardless, but 10 points, I don't think the Browns are capable of blowing anyone out right now. So I'm actually going to take the Lions plus 10. Oh my God. Browns money line, Lions plus 10. 
That's tough to hear, man. That is tough to hear. It's bad. It it it's the worst football game I've seen the Browns play this year. They just they just seem lost. There's just no spark on that offense. I think we need to make a defensive coordinator change at the end of this year for as much talent as that team has. Our D-line gets good pressure, but the amount of games we've let up plus 30 points is is out of control. So until they can fix that and, and really become a stout defense that carries this football team, like, I, I don't know. Super Bowl's looking grim this year, my friends. Is is Baker not going to be playing? Is he questionable? I'm not sure. I, I haven't had the strength to honestly muster it up and look at what's going on. I, I just can't do it yet. I I I don't think – I think last week was an anomaly. I, I don't think the Browns' defense the coordinator needs to get the axe taken to the guillotine. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been playing – they've been playing well all year with – you know, they've lost to the good teams. They haven't really lost to a bad team. And the Lions are a bad team, and they cannot stop the run. According to Nick, uh, they lost to the Chiefs, and that was a pretty bad loss. <laughs> Why? Just don't do not do that. Don't be poking buttons right now. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying. So we'll get into the Mahomes you down. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I'm just going to stay with um, Browns. I think uh, Chubb's going to be back this week, and I think Chubb touches the ball about – 25 times, especially if Baker's hurt and Lions are terrible against the run. I know they looked okay against Najee last week, but now it's like a sleeting wind tunnel game where the, you no also have to it. remember the Steelers' offensive line is atrocious. Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> the Lions have a terrible defense. Yeah, but the, who did the, the Steelers just, or yeah, they put, the, you act like the Lions have some, they, the Steelers just played the Lions and the Steelers' offensive line is terrible. The Lions defensive line isn't that like why couldn't Najee? I think he, it's just what? because his Mason Rudolph was in the game, just throws everything. I'm not saying he, I, big, you know, ben, not, okay. Najee is fine with fantasy and all that, but you know, he's been like, like a bad running back this year, right? He, I mean, he touches the ball a lot. I mean, he touches the ball like 26 times and he gets like 60, 70. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he gets a lot of targets too, but yards per carry has to be one of the worst in the league okay but we're, we're not talking about the Steelers anymore I was just I know, saying I'm just that saying like the, Chubb's gonna touch the ball 25 times Lions are gonna win or Browns are gonna cover this game minus 10 lock it in I really miss Kareem Hunt is he is he coming back yet they're being very quiet about him they said four to they haven't activated him off IR yet yeah, I, I doubt he comes back this I week. don't think he's coming back but uh I mean maybe for a playoff run but not this week I miss him a lot, though. <laughs> PB, where do you see this game going? Uh, I'm going to be on the Browns minus 10 here. Uh, I mean, it's last week. I forget. Was it me? Who, who else was on the Lions? Like, like almost the money me, line with me. I was. I was. Me and you, Corey. Yeah, we, it, you know, we, the spread, we, we easily won there. But the money line was, was so, so close. And I remember at the at the beginning at last week I said a little Lions money line 49ers money line it was like plus eleven hundred, so so close. Hmm. Uh, the Lions I just can't. After that performance, it, they were trying to lose that game. Like it was just unjustifiable how they somehow ended up losing. That team is beyond. I think Jared Goff had like fifty yards passing in five quarters. It was so so terrible. 
Swift had like 35 rushing attempts. Like this team, I just can't, they're so, so bad. And minus 10 for a team like the Browns that their whole attack is, you know, rushing the ball, whether it's Chubb, whether it's Dearness Johnson, whoever it is, that's how they play. And the Lions is like one of the best matchups for that. Like that's, they just get decimated. Well, pretty much everywhere in the field, but especially against the run. And the Browns are one of the worst matchups the Lions could face. Yeah, I've got I've got nothing else to add here other than Nick. You're apparently the only one not taking the Browns in this game. So he's trying to reverse jinx himself so he can be right either way. He's fading. That's exactly right. I, I was hoping no one would catch on. I had a negative <laughs> record last week, so <laughs> call it black. He's like, if, he's like, if I'm wrong, well, at least I made the right pick on the show, and if I'm right, I, my 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 uh, Browns will yeah. win. Some <laughs> some reverse psychology, you know. <laughs> We'll see the what Lions, happens. Lions might be the first team to go 0 and 16 in a 17 game series season. <laughs> Gosh, they're terrible. You know what's crazy? Hawkinson, I think, had zero targets. Zero in, in five quarters. How do you zero. your best weapon? But I mean Swift or whatever, but like your best pass catching weapon gets zero targets yep. in five quarters. That's it. That's uncalled for. Like someone needs to be fired just for that game alone. And you know what? You know what's hilarious? Just a side note before we get to the next game. Usually, a quarterback has like when they're ruled out, especially like late like that, the line moves drastically. When Big Ben was ruled out to go from Big Ben to Mason Rudolph, the line changed. I think by half a point. Like that's how bad Big Ben is. Like that's just how the Steelers are not a great team. No matter what, what their record is, they're they're frauds for sure. With that for sure. All right. Uh, next game we got on the slate. We've got the uh, Washington football team heading to the Carolina Panthers. Line opened up. Panthers minus one is now up to minus three and a half on the Panthers. Uh, Nick, take this one away. Glad you called on me there, Alex. You know, I said at the beginning of the year that the Panthers would be a playoff team. <laughs> feeling very great about that call. Cam Newton is back. Didn't see that one coming, but uh, here we are. Um, oh my you know, CMC, Cam, back at it again. I think they're going to, you know, do a little skip to my loo right over the Saints this week. And uh, they're not playing know, the start Saints climbing that ladder and, and make, making a good playoff run. So uh, give me the Panthers here. CMC is healthy. That offense is moving. You know, that defense is looking good with Stefan Gilmore. Oof. Panthers are back. Let's go. Patrick, I'll let you rebuttal here. <laughs> yeah, th- this is – I've already – I've bet this already. I have Washington plus three and a half. This is one of the second games, like, when we talk about the Falcons-Patriots where you fade the public. This is the next fade the public game. Everybody – is going to want to bet on cam this week. Everybody love, like, it's funny. Cam's a guy that everyone like can love at times, but then once they actually watch him play, they're very quick to be like, wait, no, cam actually sucks. He's not a good NFL quarterback. That's why he, you know, left the Panthers. That's why he got, you know, cut by the Patriots. And that's why no team picked him up until week 11. So, you know, and now the line, you know, we have Washington against Carolina. The most this should be is, you know, minus two and a half or minus three Carolina. 
like getting the hook three and a half is just an easy, easy pick for, for the Washington side. There's no, there's no different difference maker on the Panther side. That's so much better than the than the Washington side. It shouldn't, this shouldn't, this is a huge fade to public spot. You well, agree, Corey? No, I, I, I don't because Washington, Washington just lost Chase Young, arguably their best player on defense to torn ACL. Uh, their defense is not good. We've talked about all year long. They're not good. Not saying the Panthers are some juggernaut on offense, but they CMC is healthy. They have the offensive weapons. Now, can, do you know can, who who has to facilitate the offense, Corey? Can you before you just open your big I, mouth? Can you let me finish. Um, Cam Newton. I understand Cam Newton. He's not looked good, but if he can be serviceable, he's better than Sam Darnold. Is, is he? he? Not? Is he? Yes, yes he is. He's I, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I I think he is because. I think he's a more of a leader than Sam Darnold is. That's for sure. People okay, respect I'll give him Cam, that. He's more of a leader than Sam Darnold. People 100%. respect Cam Newton in that locker room. Cam Newton's pissed on you know all fronts. Um, so I think he he still has something to show. Not saying Panthers lock him into the Super Bowl, but if they if they're making the playoffs, they have to win this game because their end of their schedule is getting pretty dicey. They sell the Bucks twice. I know they have the Saints one more time. So this is a must win for them. Um, and I think they cover minus three and a half at home. Yeah, I agree with you, Corey. I think uh, McCaffrey is going to have himself a game here. And Cam really doesn't have to throw the ball more than like five yards down the field to get him going. <laughs> Just behind him. He doesn't even have to throw it forward. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. With that, with Chase Young going down, I do. I mean, the, Football team's defense actually didn't look bad against Brady and the Bucks. Well, I mean, that was more of just Brady looking bad. But. Brady did not play well. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I mean, regardless of, of last week, I don't think this defense is very good. Um, so I'm going to roll with Panthers minus three and a half here too. Well, this is uh, the ones so far, the first five, I think it's – you guys are all on the opposite side of me. Yep. Yeah, we've been pretty split otherwise. Um, I think you're clouded by your, your Saints fanhood here. PB, I'm, but... I'm not at all. I took the Panthers' money line against the Cardinals. So Nice bet. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not biased <laughs> on when I make my picks. Like it, but, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to bet against Cam Newton when the public is going to be all over him. Like it, I think, and you I act think like Cam's... Washington. Like, again, Washington, you would think – like I would have liked this more because I think it would have been like Washington – closer to seven if if the bucks beat washington bad so you're getting a spot where like washington just like had a big big win which i don't always like but it's just the fact that it's cam newton like i'm, I'm betting we, and we don't have to dispute like he's he hasn't been the same ever since that shoulder injury a couple of years ago you know but i think he's out to prove something he's a very emotional player and he's going to get his whole team fired up we know that you know, football's more than one guy. He's going to get that whole locker room fired up. So, and they're just like home. the momentum. And they're at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Enough on that one. Uh, next game we got up Texans at Titans. Opened up at minus nine and a half is up to minus ten and a half now. Texans coming off a of bye. Titans coming off of a just, just, they just, that backdoor cover by the Saints was 
was brutal at the end of that game. That that one hurts. That one hurts. We didn't oh. win, but we we were so close. Good teams or good teams win. Great teams cover, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Corey, go ahead. Why don't you kick this one off? Uh, you know what? If <laughs> it's Corey, so, come on! I know you're gonna be some grace of God that the Texans could win this game. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so cool. Wait, wait I, why? I don't think the why? Titans. I don't. Think Here we. I think every pick you've made on this show is all in favor of the Colts. No, that's no, your whole. Love that's your whole process. I took the I mean, Browns. You did, did go eight and six last week, so I mean, I took the Browns. I, okay, the first two I took Falcons, Bears. I mean, I I like those games. I mean, <laughs> okay. okay, back to this game. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't think the Titans are that good of a team. I mean, they're good. Okay, don't get me wrong, but they've they've won they've won close games, which everyone says like, if you're a good team, you win the close games. I totally understand that. I I just don't. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is not anything. You know, he's not a great quarterback. Again, he's manageable. He can manage games pretty well. Um, I mean, he put up 23 points last week against Saints. I don't know. Texans off a of bye. I mean, I'm just take. Give me the points. I think Tyler Taylor plays better than what he did the other day. Um, so give me Texans plus ten and a half. Don't don't know why. Just I like it. <laughs> what do you think, Nick? <sighs> That's gross. I'm kind of floored that Corey would still go with the Texans there. Uh, I mean, I like I like the Titans even with ten points against them. Uh, they've shown that they could blow teams out. I just – the Texans can't score. Like, that that offense is miserable. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about this one. I'm just going to take the Titans. Me? Uh, I think Corey's Colts bias is actually going to help pick him some winners this week because, you know, I'm, I'm on the Texans side as well. I, I actually bet this as well at, at plus 10.5. This is one of those spots that, you know, the Texans are coming out of a bye. We saw Tyrod Taylor early in the season keep games, like, pretty close, you know. I, and then the, the Titans, you know, I've just come off. I'm pretty sure they've beaten, like, five really good teams like, in a row. It's like the Rams, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Saints. I forget, was it the Colts? They beat the Colts, too. Like, they've beaten five very good teams all in a row. And this is just, I think, like a – like a big like letdown spot for them where, you know, we've kind of seen it. Uh, it's been like kind of a trend this year. A lot of these teams that look like they're about to, you know, take over and be like the, everyone considers them the best team in the league. And then they have like the stretch where they're like losing a couple of games. So with the Rams saw the chiefs earlier in the season. And I think Bills. the Titans, I think this is going to be like a and divisional game that the Texans at home, no, it's in, it's in Tennessee. Okay, it's in Tennessee. Uh, but I think this is too many points for a divisional game at, at 10 and a half. And Julio's going to still be out. You know, it's still, what, an eight? It's like a Deontay Foreman. It's a three-headed committee backfield. And A.J. Brown, they're very limited with their weapons. I don't think they're – I'm kind of with Corey. I don't think they're as good as their record is – um, are you saying so, you don't believe in Adrian Peterson? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I saw. I, saying I don't believe in Adrian. I saw a stat today that 
the Titans are, what is it? It was the number one most injured team in the entire league have faced the strongest strength of schedule in the entire yeah, league. It's, it's pretty wild. Number one seed in the AFC. That's, what they've done is pretty incredible. I will give them that. But I think it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I know it sounds stupid, but I think some of it has been like a little like luck based, but I, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, they've been unlucky. They've lost, they've been super injured and banged up. But I think some of the games they've been in have just been a little lucky. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. Like, I don't know if that's a hot take or what, but I don't think they have a chance at the Super Bowl. So I don't know that that's uh, a hot take yet. I, I think people are still kind of like, yeah, I think, I think people are in agreement with you there. Um, and uh, you did, I, you know, initially when I looked at this game, I was looking at Titans just, you know, based on the wins that they've been putting together, uh, regardless of the injuries that they've faced for the, like their top guys too. It's not like they're just losing, you know, backups or, or, you know, second string running backs, things like that. They're losing their, other than AJ Brown, their top playmakers. Um, but I just think, I think Texans off a of bye, this is too many points. Um, I think that the Titans win, but I don't think that they cover. So I'm going to roll with uh, the Texans plus 10 and a half. Yeah. I, and to be honest, I really like Texans side this week. Like that's why it's one of the, I think I made like three or four bets and this, this was one of them. I really like the Texans. A lot of points, a lot of points. They're professionals too. <laughs> yeah. they're prof- they, And they, again, the teams like I kind of, with the Vikings, I didn't bet the Vikings, but like the teams in the same division that are very familiar with how the other side's offenses are run, especially off a of bye, I think that's, yeah, way, way too many points. All right, moving on. Next game we got here is 49ers at Jaguars. Games in Jacksonville opened up 49ers minus four and a half is now up to 49ers minus six and a half. Um, let's see, PB, why don't you kick this one off? Uh, I'm, I've, I've thought the 49ers were better than their record has been all year. So I'm going to be on the 49ers minus six and a half here. I think the Jaguars, you know, it was kind of a battle between like the Jets, the Texans, the Lions and the Jags. Well, you know, Lions are definitely the worst, but I think the Jags are definitely tied at least for second worst. And this is getting the 49ers by less than a touchdown. You know, the 49ers are trying to make a big playoff run here and, and their their team is still very solid, in my opinion. And this is, I, I don't know. I think this is way too. This should be at least a touchdown or more, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think Kyle Shanahan heard all of the uh, Matt Nagy comparisons and really, really dialed <laughs> one up uh, against the Rams. There, um, that's just mean. The, and the second Jaguars are terrible against the run, and and we know that's just how the 49ers are built. You know, you've Kittle back. One of the best blocking tight end in the league. I mean, pancake. I mean, he did get some help. <laughs> yeah, dude, Von Miller stuffed into. The, I think he, he didn't play like a snap the rest of the game. I saw him on the sidelines. They already getting beat, but it just, <laughs> he just got slammed into the ground. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah Kittle's a man. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be on the 49ers here too under a touchdown against a really bad Jaguars team. I think is easy money. Um, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, I like the 49ers here too. Big difference maker, I think, from what we've seen out of the 49ers a majority of the years is Kittle being back. 
Um, he, he just adds another element to that offense. It's opening up Debo Samuel to make all those big plays, whether it's out of the backfield or, you know, playing the receiver role. Um, it, it just keeps everyone on their toes. Elijah Mitchell's been a great fill-in, I think. Um, he probably so think, won't be playing, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying in the past couple of games. Um, they've looked good. I think they have momentum on their side. I know the Jaguars have kind of gotten close the past few weeks. I just don't think the 49ers are the team they knock off at, at this point in the season. So give me the Niners. Hmm. <laughs> not sure. Really not sure where to go with this just because I, I mean, I watched the Jaguars. I mean, they're, they're a bad team. They made adjustments in the second half to stop the Colts from running the ball. Um, but the 49ers looked really well. I see again, I think the 49ers looked great and they held the ball for a very long time, which obviously was a game plan against the Rams and not let Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, throw the ball and not even touch the ball. But I, I still think the Rams, I think the Rams, you know, they lost that game with terrible play calling and a bad offensive scheme going into the game. Um, but again, the 49ers did a great job keeping the ball away and now not allowing them to change the game plan. But I guess, I guess I'll be on the side with everyone else. I'll chalk it. Uh, I'll take 49ers minus six and a half on the road. I mean, Jaguars suck. Urban Meyer's still coaching. So I don't think they uh, have a shot. You know what we haven't really talked about yet is uh, Trevor Lawrence. What do you guys think about him? I, he's just in a bad offensive system right now. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. Urban Meyer knows how to coach an NFL pro style offense. And it's L- Lawrence for how bad that Jags team is, at least has shown like he is capable. And I think, you know, as he develops, he's going to be a, a starting quarterback in this league. Um, you know, I don't, I think Urban's probably going to have to go, you know, that, that'll help him for sure. And, and, you know, as each draft, they're going to get some better picks in the draft and they have a lot of uh, cap space, but, you know, it's just, he doesn't look that great right now. He's not sure that's the uh, number one free agency destination at this point, but uh, you know, they do have the no income tax thing going for them. So if we have a financially savvy player, we might, uh, might catch some, some bait that way, but yeah, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, kind of reminds me of Tim couch, all the talent in the world and uh, just wasn't on the right team. Hopefully I will they say fix the that sooner than later. One of the brightest spots of their team has been kind of as the, later half of the season's gone as their defense it's it's kind of like they're like well josh allen as we saw against josh allen and even in the colts like yes they started off bad but like Corey said they made adjustments so i think that's like uh, something they have going for them moving forward uh but yeah the, the right now the team though just saying it's not it no no it um all right on to the dust bowl of the week We've got the Dolphins heading out to face the Jets. Line opened at minus three. It has not moved. Um, (laughs) Dolphins coming off of a good win against the Ravens. Jets coming off of getting absolutely blasted by the Bills. Uh, Corey, kick this one off. Where do you see this going? Uh, I'm interested to see who's starting quarterback of the Jets. Uh, After that, I don't know if the – I don't think – if the Jets are smart enough and they really think Zach Wilson is their quarterback to be in the future, um, they don't bring him back early. There's no reason to do that. They're terrible. They're not going anywhere. So we might see another week of Mike White um, or 
Josh Johnson, depending on how that goes, because Mike White looked absolutely terrible against the Bills through four interceptions, I believe. But Bills D, though. Yeah, I mean, it, the Dolphins. Yeah, Wentz good. might look like Mike White. All right, well, we're not even we're not on that game, so just chill. I, I'm just comparing this game to that. Game. Oh, okay. Well, I see what you're doing there, but give me uh, give me Dolphins. I think they're just a better team. I mean, I still think the Dolphins are bad. Uh, so give me Dolphins minus three. Tua seems to be healthy enough to, uh, you know, stay in games and, and they just have more weapons in the Jets. So that's the only reason I'm on that. I really love Jalen Waddle. I think he's starting to kind of come into his own in the NFL. I think he's going to be here to stay as a playmaker uh, on that Dolphins team. Tua is obviously going out there every week with something to prove. Uh, he just can't seem to get the backing that he needs to just solidify his starting role. So, um, you know, I like how his head's always in it. He's trying, he's trying hard. And the, I think the Dolphins defense actually picked it up a little bit last week. I know we talked earlier in the show, they ran the same, you know, cornerback blitz play like 25 times. Um, <laughs> stay, you know, don't fix what's not broken, I guess. I don't know what's going on there, but they looked better than they have in previous weeks. Um, easy matchup against the Jets. So I, I think that the Dolphins get the win here. I like that the line's pretty close too. So, PB, you agree? Yeah, I'm on the Dolphins minus three. This is, you know, like I said, I thought the 49ers have been one of the more underrated teams. I think the Dolphins are not in the same category. I think the 49ers are definitely better than the Dolphins, but I think they're an underrated team. And that's why I was on them against the Ravens. And I think this is like, this this is not a team that is ready to just, you know, give up on the season. Like this team, I think firmly believes they're a playoff caliber team. And with how, you know, it, it's definitely tough in the AFC with how many teams are competing for a playoff spot. But I think the Dolphins, you know, with a couple wins here are going to be, could, you know, be at least in the running for it. And, you know, the, like I said, the Jets are terrible you know, Mike White can say what he wants about thinking he should have been a, what did he say, like a first overall pick or something? Yeah, yep. yeah no, he, yeah, there's a reason yep. he wasn't. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think this, I think this Dolphins team is better than people give him credit for. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm on the Dolphins here. I've got nothing more to add to this game. This is the second game in a row. We're all in agree, uh, agreeance here. Got Dolphins minus three as well. Uh, moving on, got PB's Saints heading into Philadelphia. Take on the Eagles. Uh, line opened up early on, Saints minus three and a half. It's now flipped to Eagles minus one and a half. PB, take it away. We No one's had a lock of the week yet, right? Not yet. We'll call okay, it at the well. end. This is no, you used after the game. If it was your log, you're supposed to say it. We can say so, back, but go ahead. Oh, okay. So Nick already <laughs> passed this lock. Well, so we'll come back to the lock again. Yeah. But my lock is right here in this game. Oh. You know, as we said, the, the Saints, oh. this, you think that's a bad pick. You guys are really on I, the No, 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 just go. go. Let's no, hear it. I'm not going to hear it. Okay. I was acting like I was surprised that this was your lock. Of the oh, week. okay. Yeah, you're going yeah, to the I mean, Eagles, right? The Eagles are your lock of the week. You know, it's it's the Saints <laughs> plus one and a half. As you said, the look ahead, look ahead line is Saints minus three and a half in you know at the Eagles uh, field. 
the line somehow moves what five points just from the 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 saints having a complete bullshit call uh on uh against the titans roughing the passer that never existed that really changed the course of the game we kept it within two points of them you know and now we get to face an eagles team there is not a worse matchup like between two teams than the eagles against the saints the eagles are not a pass heavy team which is if you attack the saints that's where you're going to do it you're going to attack whoever Lattimore is not on uh which who do they have besides Devonte smith and Lattimore will completely lock him down what are they going to throw to Quez Watkins and Jalen Ragor? No, they run the ball, which you can't do against the Saints. This is an, uh, an absolutely terrible matchup for the Eagles' offense against the Saints' defense. And then the Saints' offense matches up amazing with the Eagles. The Saints have Trevor Simeon, who they're not pushing the ball like downfield a lot, which is what you don't do against the Eagles. You attack them in, in the inter, intermediate short field, which is what the Saints do already. It, it's an this line does not make any sense to me when I saw it put this is the best game of the week to put in all your teasers getting them from one and a half to seven and a half best game of the week to put them in all your teasers and then take them just take them one and a half money line whatever it this is ridiculous that the line is is like this the Saints are going to roll the Eagles here PB feels disrespected. Absolutely. Yeah. This is an absurd the disrespect. It makes, of the no week. Sense. <laughs> the it makes no sense. Game of the week. <laughs> this is the lock of the week. I'm telling you. All right. We got PB's lock of the week. Uh, Nick, what do we think? Yeah. I, I think uh, this is actually going to be a pretty good game. Um, we saw the Saints quarterback play. Prob- I think Trevor Simeon probably had the best quarterbacking game uh, the Saints have had all season. Uh, yeah, very great close game. to breaking 250 that. yards so congratulations on that but that was exciting to watch um nick has baker Kame- hit that once this year okay we're not we're talking about the saints okay i just want to um, make sure is Kamara going to be back i i guess probably not. I, I, there's, a, there's a chance they haven't ruled him out but yeah whether he's in or out um and mark ingram like i said last week he had a, if you were to hide ingram's name from his stat line and just say which Saints running back had this stat line. Seven targets, like five receptions for 60 yards, a touchdown, 50 yards. Or, you would have been like, oh, that was Kamara. But no, it was Ingram. So I, you obviously you know Kamara is like my favorite player, but it doesn't matter when you're running behind one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah. I think that'll, I think it's going to be a close game. So um, I'm going to take the Eagles until they say Kamara's in. But um, – I'm excited to watch Devonta Smith. He was the highest graded wide receiver last week. Um, the guy's just phenomenal. There's a reason he won the Heisman Trophy. Um, I think so he's going to have a real good game against Lattimore. I think he's going to have a breakout game against a subpar, you know, overrated cornerback in Marshawn Lattimore. The guy's <laughs> got a big mouth, and Devonta's about to put him in his place. Uh, Nick, I understand you're much doing more this to solely it. to attack me and solely to attack the Saints, but you're just discrediting yourself if you're saying. No. He's, we'll have see. you seen what Lattimore's done this year? We'll we'll talk about his stat. We'll talk about the Devonta Smith stat line next week. Um, okay. I'm looking we forward to it. One for four. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you see, baby, you literally called out what he's doing, and it didn't matter. It you- didn't. No, because it's he's dis. <laughs> I know what he's trying to do, and it's fine that it can it's work. Working. But I it's still working. He's just he was the highest-rated wide receiver last week. It has nothing to do 
with I think Lattimore's overrated personally. You know, he, okay. he's very what, hit or miss. He's who's got a been big better mouth. than Lattimore. Who could you say honestly has been that much better than Lattimore? You cannot name a corner. We don't need to go into this. So he's okay. not even in the top ten for me. So um, I'm gonna. All yeah. right, all right. You continue. You continue what you're gonna say. Okay, I'm gonna go over here, and when Nick's done talking, you guys call me back. <laughs> That's all we had to do, guys. We just had to insult Moultrie <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore. <laughs> so what uh, do you think, Alex? Uh, <laughs> you know, I. I I think that the Eagles are playing a lot better these last couple of weeks than, than what they actually are. I really don't think this Eagles team is very good. Um, I don't, I mean, I think the saints are okay. I think their quarterback play is going to hold them back from doing anything. I, I don't know that they're even, I don't think I'd be hard pressed to see them make the playoffs this year with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Uh, I think they're a good team. Otherwise, um, going into Philadelphia, I don't like the matchup a ton. Um, I think the Saints kept kept it pretty close against the Titans uh, for most of that game. Obviously, just a two point loss there against a really good team. Um, yeah, we'll, you know your season's on a good trajectory when you're like. We really hung in there, guys. Good job. <laughs> Nick, we are, what, the 16 in the playoffs? What are the Browns? Like, that's what you're cheering for? You're like, we, we almost What are the won. Browns, Nick? What are you I cheering know. for? It's tough with Trevor Simeon. I understand, you know. It's uh, probably really tough with Baker Mayfield as well. He's a little injured, but we'll, we'll see who they put out there. Case Keenum is better than Baker Mayfield right now. He sh Baker should sit. Case Keenum's better than... All right, we're not on that game. I'm a roll Saints one and a half here. Of <laughs> Trevor Simeon hasn't had a turnover all year. He's put, He's finally being able to He's able to play under a great coach and a great team. That He's looked a lot better than he has in previous years, so I'm just letting you know that. Let's hear it, Corey. And he's doing that with Deontay Harris, Callaway, and Kenny Stills. Like, come on. You just don't have any playmakers if if Kamara's not playing. So I don't think you have a chance to win a game without yeah. Kamara. Plain and simple. I'm going to have to institute the mute button on both of you. Um, <laughs> we need to let Corey get his pick out here. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think the, the Eagles are trending more upwards right now. They've looked good the past couple of weeks. They went to, um, to Denver last week against PB's so-called best defense in the league at the beginning of the year, the – in the Denver Broncos, and they hung up 30 on them. Uh, if Jalen Hurts plays plays the game where, you know, he's a rookie and or he's a second year, he's not, you know, trying to make plays down the field and he just be conservative with the ball and just makes the plays when they're open and doesn't force anything, I think the Eagles um, have a chance to win this game. Um, Saints, on the Saints side, obviously the Saints defense is, you know, it's better than average. It's, it's good. So I think – but again, without Kamara in there, and it just it really does hurt what they want to do. You can say Mark Ingram had a similar stat line to Alvin Kamara, but he's just he's not Alvin Kamara. So um, and he had success against you know the Titans defense, who's looked better. And but again, I think if it comes down to a shootout, I'm I'm just going to take who I believe right now is a better quarterback. Um, we've seen Trevor Simeon, you know he you know, keeps the ball safe, doesn't turn the ball over, but I, you know, Philly's a hard place to play. This is not, you know, this is not Tennessee. Tennessee fans are not known to be like, it's not a hard place to play. So 
Uh, in Philly, give me Eagles minus one and a half. Just to finish, Alex, did you go? You went. Oh yeah, you you do. The remember, we talked about this last week. What what did the line change when Kamara wasn't in? It it didn't. It moved like maybe half a point, but I don't even. I think it went right back. Like you you might not think that, uh, or you might think that Kamara like matters that much to where the line should change a bunch, but it, it just isn't and you have to understand i, I'm I didn't saints say fan. the line needed to change i just said it, it matters in the fact in the, the way that the saints run their offense but it helps but it if so if if it matters mu- that much the line changes because if you're saying kamara is the it, and you have to understand i'm a saints fan i love kamara he's my favorite player but i'm saying the position just does not matter like others do it doesn't matter like if if you went from if Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill were out and you had some other guy on the street, the line would change drastically because Simeon and Taysom Hill literally matter more than Kamara does. You might not think it, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, you need a bad quarterback to run a bad offense. I understand. Exactly. You don't, you don't understand what I'm saying, but <laughs> if you understand, just like it, I'm just right. saying, I'm just so uh, right, saying next this, game. this is the lock of the week. So. All right, that's PB's lock. We could run in circles for for the entire week here until the game gets played, but uh, we're gonna move <laughs> on to the to the afternoon games here. Uh, we got three pretty good ones, I think. Uh, first one we're gonna cover: Bengals at Raiders. This is another one of those games where the line opened up Raiders minus four and a half, and has now swung to Bengals minus one. Got a lot of public tickets coming in on the Bengals here. Over unders forty nine. Uh, Bengals coming off of a bye. Nick, what do we think here? I like the Bengals coming off a bye. Unfortunately for the Raiders, they're just a disaster of a season at this point. Um, Bengals got something to play for, right? They're rested up. They're going to come in strong. Um, not thinking twice about this, especially at minus one. Um, let's go Houday Nation. Yeah. With minus this one. game, with this game basically being a pick um, I'm in agreement here, Nick. I, I'm going to take Bengals minus one. I think they're the better team. Um, I don't love betting with the public, um, and I don't love betting when the line flips teams, basically, to that team that is now uh, the favorite, the new favorite. But coming off of the bye, the Raiders always have a habit of falling apart in the second half of the season. We saw that with their game against the Chiefs um last week so uh i'm gonna roll with Bengals minus one here as well pb what are we thinking yeah i i've been you know on Bengals since the beginning of the year and i've said the raiders i think have been overrated throughout the year so being able to get it at pretty much a pick them uh, i'm gonna be on the Bengals here i think i think the Bengals are a very solid team coming off the bye yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – I think I, the one problem that I have that I think the Bengals could struggle with if they do lose this game is the Raiders can bring pressure. And we know the one weakness on the on the Bengals team is their O-line. So I – that yeah. if, if, the, if the Raiders win, it's going to be because they just, just win in the trenches and, and they get after Burrow here. So in yeah. a spot where the Raiders just came off a, a big loss, it – it's like my emotions are telling me the Bengals, but like the side of me that bets is like telling me to lean Raiders, but I, I just can't take, I just can't take the Raiders. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals, Bengals here. 
Yeah. And I think the, that Raiders pressure is solely on one player, Max Crosby is the most. No, they have another, uh, who, who else? It's uh, Nagakwe. Is that it? Yeah, he's good too, but Max they Crosby have one of the best leading the league in QB pressures by, by a pretty good margin. So um, I think if they can figure out a way to isolate him, um, Burrow is going to have Joe Mixon, so he'll have his check down. Um, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't think – I think the one issue with the Bengals is, which we've seen the last two games they've played, <clears throat> they can't keep – if Joe Burrow can't, you know, stay off his back, then the Bengals have a very hard time winning games. Um, they struggle, um, and Burrow makes some, you know, bad throws under pressure. And, you know, the Raiders absolutely just got torched by the Chiefs, 41-14. So, and they're at home. I, I just, if, yeah, this comes down to a pick I like would have it stayed. No, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't like this game very much either, but. No, I guess, do I not know. bet this game. Do yeah. Not bet this game. Yeah. But just to be, you know, contrarian, I'm going to take the, uh, the Raiders plus one at home. Yeah. I, I think, uh. You know that might be the right side here. This is just a complete stay away from for me. It's it's tough. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, a game that I definitely plan on betting. Game that's probably the game of the week here. Cowboys heading into Kansas City, taking on the Chiefs. Line over. Is this your lock? <laughs> it might be my lock. Here we go. <laughs> we got a second lock of the week. So uh, line opened up. Minus seven and a half. It's now down all the way to minus two and a half on the Chiefs. Over under is 55 and a half. Obviously, two offenses that can absolutely explode here. Probably two of the best in the league. Um, we saw what the Chiefs did to the Raiders. They kind of looked like the Chiefs again. You know, they had that razzle dazzle. Mahomes had that touchdown to Daryl Williams where he was running around and basically just chucked it up, you know past that earlier in the year was not going to them. What's up, Corey? No, no Nick. Nick, Nick, oh, Nick, Nick is like just shaking his head over there. Nick, I'm it was sure he does make a lot of good plays chucking it deep because that's all he can do. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm and he's a terrible quarterback. The most, <laughs> maybe the most terrible, like terribly overrated QB of all time. Like, that's all he does. Anytime he senses pressure, he's like, oh, someone will be down there. And he just yams at 45, 50 yards. And right, like, let, let he's I'll lucky finish. he has receivers to catch it. <laughs> give me, give me the Cowboys all day. CD Lamb, Dak Prescott. Well, let Alex, you were, he was just let Alex, this was his lock. Sorry. Way to step on my thunder, brother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to roll with you on this one. I like Cowboys and the points. Um, I think that I think that the Raiders are horrible and the Chiefs, you know, um, you know, playing them twice a year, know what they're about. So they know what to do when they're in there. Other than last week, the Chiefs has not been able to cover anything. Um, and the Cowboys, I mean, they played the Falcons, who are not great, but the Cowboys, I think, are a team you could see competing for the Super Bowl. I don't know that the Chiefs are that team this year. Uh, maybe they put it together later on. Um, you can never really count them out. But uh, I think if you're going to give me this Cowboys team right now with points, I'm going to have to make that my lock of the week. 
I'm with that, you. You know, we have two locks, two locks of the week, because I think this is a, a true changing of the guard. Um, the Cowboys are going to just show everyone who they truly are. They got a solid defense this year. I think like I just went on my little rant, overrated Mahomes. All he could do is chuck it deep. Congratulations. You have Travis Kelsey that, you know, you, you got a, the best check down in the game. Maybe ever. Uh, Travis Kelsey is an absolute monster. He's got his swagger back, but you know what? He's about to face a really mean Micah Parsons uh, on the other side this week that I, I don't think he's going to do very well against. Uh, rookie's going to show him uh, whose league it is now. I like the Cowboys this year for a, a playoff push and potential Super Bowl run here. And uh, I think we see just a just a real putting in the putting the Chiefs in their place type of situation here. So. Give me the boys. Yeah, um, this is this this is a very interesting game. I'm pretty sure any game that's been. I read a stat. I think it happened like last year too. At 55 points, like it's gone under most of the times when it's that high. Um, so with that being said, I mean the Chiefs. You know they looked great. Obviously they looked great. They needed that win against the the Raiders last week or else they probably wouldn't even be in contention for a playoff spot but with that division that everyone just beating themselves up they do have a chance to win that division um but I, I don't know the Cowboys looked good they have a better defense um it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes like we do every week but Alex said they're like three 18 and one the last 20 something games so they, they're terrible at coming. They are at home. I would like the Cowboys more if they were at home. Um, but give me uh, – I'm going to take I'm gonna take Cowboys plus two and a half, I think. Why is it hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes? No, it's it's, it's not. It's just – it's the, the thought and just we know, like, what they can do. And they can turn on at any time. And last week they might find – like, figured it out and clicked. And, and now they did. Around. So we'll see. They beat yes. a really bad Raiders team. I know. Like I, everyone's like, they're back. They're back. He threw they're five touchdowns back. on a team that, uh, like, as we just talked about in the other game, like they do bring a lot of pressure. And Mahomes still like threw five touchdowns and, and torched them. I'm going to be on the Chiefs minus two and a half here in Arrowhead Stadium. I have so I have two two different bets on this game. Actually, I have taken the Chiefs minus two and a half. But I've also like it's like it's a nice little hedge. And because of we already know that, you know, yes, the Chiefs have struggled against the spread. So like the two and a half, but getting the Cowboys to eight and a half in a teaser is my probably my second favorite teaser spot. I think this game could be really close. I think it's gonna be a track meet, like just back and forth all game. I can't wait to talk about this game in, in DFS tomorrow. No, it'll be really popular, but I, I mean, how can you not like this game? I think this is a game where you'll see, like, we've talked about Trevon Diggs, how he's been one of the best corners in the league at times. He's, and, good, at, you know, he's good at making plays. He's not – Yeah, he's a big – he's a good – he's a big playmaker. But, I mean, he I've, I've watched him play where he's actually just shut down people, like, throughout the game. But I think in this big spot here, you're going to see Diggs try to do too much and try to, you know, get one on Mahomes. And, you know, Tyreek's going to get, like, a double move on him, and Tyreek's catching, like, a bomb against Diggs here. I think you're going to see, like, 
people are going to see Diggs make a few mistakes this week uh, in particular. And, you know, you can talk about Micah. Micah Parsons is, you know, probably the defensive rookie of the year, but the Cowboys have been getting beat by tight ends all year. It's not like that's an area where the Chiefs will struggle against attacking the, the Cowboys. And, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to like the Cowboys, too, back and forth. But, I mean, I'm getting Mahomes at home, minus two and a half. I, I, I like it a lot. Um, I'm on the this – is, this is when the Chiefs are turning it around. We saw their little slump a little earlier than some of these teams, like the Rams and stuff. But the, 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 this is when Mahomes, I think, is trying to actually make his case for MVP. And he's he, – people might not think it, but he – after this game, if he gets a big win – throws a bunch of touchdowns like he's firmly in the conversation to win mvp all right let's move it on moving on to a game of two teams that put up absolute stinkers last week um we've got the cardinals going in to take on the seattle seahawks uh line opened up seahawks minus three and a half is now flipped to cardinals minus two and a half over-unders at 50 and a half. Corey, why don't you take this one away? I'm glad you did because this is this is my lock of the week. Um, <clears throat> Cardinals coming off too bad or a bad loss. Um, but I mean, you kind of teams kind of understand how a backup quarterback plays after one Colt game. McCoy. Yeah. So it's Colt McCoy, and um, he's he's like 15 years in the league. He's just there's primarily as a uh, mentor at this time, just helping people learn the offenses. It's Kyler um, back for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I, if they I, are. I'm pretty sure they he's are. probably going to be back. Um, he was trending upwards to play this past week, but they kept him out. Um, just he Hopkins probably won't be though. No. Um, and I think the Seahawks, Russell Wilson came back, you know, last week he had a hurt finger. I mean, he had a pin in his finger and he like healed so fast, faster than any person in the league can heal. We <laughs> uh, have 19 maybe, hours a day. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude's a, a nutcase when it comes to his body. Um, but I like the Seahawks here. Seahawks, if again, they if they have they don't have a team to make the playoffs in the public's eye, but in their eyes, they obviously they still think they have a chance. And I think if they're going to make that playoff push, they have to win this game. If they lose to the Cardinals, they're dead. They, you know, they're going to, you know, sell. It's going to be a fire sale there. Pete Carroll will probably be gone. Russell Wilson will probably be gone. But I like to see Hawks here at home, two and a half. Give me that lock. So Corey's lock of the week. Uh, I'm also going to be on the Seahawks here, plus two and a half. Uh, you know, Russ in Seattle, uh, I don't know his, like, career against the spread, but it has to be good at home. So getting points, um, I think – you saw him coming off of obviously that broken finger playing in the cold in Lambeau. Um, I mean, that just couldn't have been a good combination, uh, you know, even with him being able to play. Um, I think he's going to be obviously much more comfortable at home. Another week of throwing the ball with that kind of, you know, adjustment, if you will. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks here plus two and a half. Yeah, we might get a Chris Carson sighting again, too. Um, I I think you have to take the the points here, especially if uh, Kyler Murray gets ruled out. 
um, that's going to kind of be a no brainer there. And, and you get a little buffer, buffer room. So to me, that's, that was kind of a no brainer for me. So I think you just got to go with the Seahawks at home. Like we're saying, I think the Lambeau thing was, was kind of a one-off situation in the cold. Like that could not have felt good. Every, every hit there is a stinger when it's that cold and having that cold football smack against your two week repaired hand or, you know, like that can't, that couldn't have been great for us. So, um, you know, I think they're, they're starting to get healthy again. Like you're saying, I think Pete Carroll is still a good coach and, and they're going to make their playoff push and they know that they have to win now. Cardinals are, you know, they've dropped a couple here and there, but they're still firmly in the driver's seat right now. So um, as much as they would like to maintain that position, I think, uh, I think that Russ is probably just a bit hungrier here against a not so great Colt McCoy, most likely case. So. Yeah. I'm another nice little unanimous uh, pick here. I'm on the Seahawks as well. I really do hate, like, even like I picked them last week against the, the Packers. Uh, it was close for a little while, but yeah, it uh, that was one of Russ's like worst games I've ever seen him play. It was evident that that cold I think had an impact on his finger playing after that. Probably did not feel. No, no, <laughs> that I should I should have considered that. Um, but coming back at home, uh, going against the Cardinals, no Hopkins could see Colt McCoy again or a banged up Kyler, and I get Russ at home with points. You rarely get that. Uh, so I like it a lot. I really hate – I think Pete Carroll is one of the worst coaches in the league. I think if if he didn't have Russ for so many years, like, he – honestly, I don't know if he'd have a job. I think he's – it seems like, like he said after this last loss against the Packers, his solution, he said, we need to run the ball way more. And I just – when I hear that from a coach, like, I, you have Russell Wilson on your team, and that's your – it makes no sense some, some of the – Every time his solution when they come off a big lot is we need to run more. And I hate hearing that, but getting Russ with two and a half points is really hard to pass up. So, and, and in a divisional game at home, it's, I'm taking it. All right. Uh, another one that we agree on across the board. Um, moving on to the night game. Got the Steelers coming off of that exhilarating tie for the Lions. <laughs> What a thriller. <laughs> what a thriller. <laughs> Down to the wire. <laughs> going uh, going to Los Angeles, taking on the Chargers. Game, or the line, excuse me, opened up at minus two and a half. It's now up to minus five and a half for the Chargers. Over under set at 47. Uh, Nick, take this one away. Yeah. I, I actually want to just have a community discussion about what's going on with the Chargers right now. I think three or four weeks ago we were talking about Anthony Lynn being coach of the year, you know, Herbert, Herbert, what? Anthony Lynn would never win coach of the year. He would win worst coach of the year. That's why I got Brandon fired. Staley, dude. Dayton Flyer alone. Washed up on my coaching knowledge here. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of just want to talk. What do we think's going on with the chargers? I mean, they're, they're not looking great. What, what are you guys seeing? I still think they're good. I think they've I, just they've stumbled. They played some. It's like a lot of these teams. We've we've said it. A lot of these teams, like we haven't seen a team really like just 
take over and be like that team like yet you know it's there's probably one that yeah. like at least record wise will break out here soon and but it, i think that's so you're not too worried about him i don't think so no no and i i think that they they played tough teams um They've been it. We've talked. Didn't did they have some missing pieces in their secondary as well? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah they've they been a bunch of couple injuries that injured off and mm-hmm. on. So I, I think I think this is a bounce back spot for the the Chargers. I I think the Steelers could be without Big Ben. Uh, so Mason Rudolph versus Justin Herbert as a primetime game is. I mean, you have Justin Herbert in, in L.A., so I understand like the the flair, yeah. but. This game should not be the primetime game. It should be flexed out. But I can't yeah. believe they haven't for Cowboys Chiefs. Oh, yeah, that, that was surprising. Such a great team. Great yeah, game. So, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I know Nick is your turn. We kind of, kind of took over, but uh, I oh, think it's, just, it's an easy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an easy spot. It's you know Chargers minus five and a half. I think is the play. Yeah, I just needed a little sanity check there. Thank you for grounding me. I mean, I wasn't going to bet on the Steelers anyway. I'm just more so curious what everyone was thinking about the Chargers there. But, uh, yeah, give me Chargers and points. We'll go with the crew. What do we think, PB? I'm on the Chargers, too. I I think the Steelers are not good at all. Um, I don't think Big Ben to Mason Rudolph is really much of a downgrade. I think they're pretty much the same. Uh, But, yeah, this – I think, like, I guess the way the Steelers attack is it's a, a technically a good matchup because they like to run the ball. And that's how you attack the Chargers. But, you know, I just don't think that offense, like, they're not, like, good enough to do it. And I think Herbert has a really good, really nice bounce-back spot here against the Steelers team. I, I, I don't like the Steelers at all. Yeah. Also, also with this, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick also. Oh got yeah, they're really banged up. COVID and DJ Watt. DJ Watt's hurt as well, but they yeah. they think he can still play. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I I forgot about mentioning that too. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I honestly think we kind of saw who the Steelers were last week. They're yeah. not the Lions bad, but the fact that you can go in and tie the Lions. I think they're equally as bad. That's what a tie means. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no bias at all. They're not. They're, they're in the bottom half of the league is what they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they, not. I mean, I personally think they should just send the Steelers to London and just like redo the franchise over there. But uh, <laughs> Big Ben yeah. out of Big Ben. Yeah. Um, I know. Right now, the Steelers are in such a thorn for the for Browns and Colts fans too, because they're like right. In, they're technically in the playoff mix. So like every time you see them pull out, like last week. You know, the Lions beating them would have been nice, but yeah. the good thing is, like, I don't view them as a legitimate contender. They're just like currently a nuisance. They're a nuisance above us right now, which is it just hurts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, another game that we're all in agreement. <laughs> nice. uh, that's the the fourth one of the week after I think two weeks with maybe only one, if not zero. Yeah. Um, so we're either going to all come out with some pretty good records or some pretty terrible ones. After this <laughs> um, moving on to the, the final, the final game on the slate, Monday night giants going into Tampa, taking on the bucks. Corey is the Florida boy. Why don't you, uh, you Island boy, take it away for us. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, Bucks came off a bad loss. I mean, yes, sir. Okay, chill out here now. Um, The Giants are coming. They're getting healthier. Uh, Saquon has a chance to play this game, even though he can play. It's a terrible matchup. The Bucks are arguably the best team against the run. Um, Giants secondary. Giants have a better defense than I think they're giving credit for. Um, but I think pissed off Tom Brady after a performance and getting thrown underneath the bus by Bruce Arians um, this past Wait, week. Wait, what? Yeah, at the press conference when they asked about you know Tom Brady's interceptions, he's like, he's those were his fault. He should do better. So oh, oh so yeah, I agree. It's yeah, it's yeah, true. It's, it's somebody like, else's fault. Um, I mean, maybe Bruce Arians didn't throw him. I mean, <laughs> Leonard Fournette did have one go through his hands, but um, but still, I, I think Bucks at home against the Giants, primetime game. I don't like it's eleven. It's a lot um, of points. It's a lot of points, but I think the Bucks come back and show why that they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, so give me Bucks minus eleven. A PB looks like you're stewing over there. Let's hear it. Well, if you're on the Bucks, just say it. Miracle. Nick, if you're on the Bucks, you probably have to be, right, Nate? I think, I think we're going to wait till it's my segment. But <laughs> Well, I'm assuming you're on the Bucks here. Uh, I'll follow you up. Go ahead, PB. Okay, perfect. Well, if you've bet against Brady this year, you've probably doubled your money by now uh, against the spread. I believe Brady is three – well, they they had a either three and six or three and seven, I believe, against the spread. Brady is oh, this is a stat I do know. He's oh, and I think eleven in his last prime time games that have occurred after his bedtime, which is like seven p.m. <laughs> so he, he's oh, he's oh and eleven in prime time spots after that time, uh, and prime time games just like this season in general. If you bet the underdog, you it's it's something crazy. Like it's crazy profitable. If you've been been on the side of the underdog, another spot, prime time, Brady, prime time, public all over him after uh, a letdown spot against Washington, the giants are getting healthier. I'm pretty sure. I think Shepard will be back. I'm pretty sure Tony will be back. Saquon will be back. Uh, the team will be healthier coming out of the bye, And, I think Daniel Jones is a capable enough quarterback to, you know, take advantage of this like practice squad secondary. So I, I am easily taking the giants plus 11 or whatever, 10 and a half, 11. It's if it's, yeah. if it's especially, is it 11? It's 11, 11. Yeah. yeah I'm e- easy pick for me. Yeah. I'm definitely with you there. Um, I love the Let's call go. for, for the bad, uh, Bucks secondary. I I think it would just be a perfectly complete picture if uh, Marshawn Lattimore was on that team. Same skill level, but uh, I just have a question for you, PB. Going back to your 0-11 little bedtime comment there, you, you know, you taught our users a lot about the regression to the mean. So could you explain why this would be a time where you're going to go against yourself here and fade, fade the uh, regression? That was my question oh. too, Nick. Oh, well, this is also a spot where, you know, I don't like Tom Brady. I think he's a bad quarterback and I will keep, I, I don't think he's good. And now he doesn't have the, the defense to, you know, bail him out. And 
you know, what AB shouldn't be back. Like Godwin, I think is still banged up. Uh, it, it's just, he doesn't have people that can bail him out. And I'm, I'm going to bet against Brady. It's as simple as that. I don't yeah. think he's good. And he's getting, they're favored by over 11 points. So we're without those stats. Those are just some, I know some people like stats like that, but I'm, I, what, if those stats didn't exist, I'm still on the giants here. Cause I don't think Brady is good. Yeah, I, I think the Giants will be healthy enough to at least keep it close. I honestly just don't like the spread here. 11 points is kind of a lot for a primetime game. Um, however, if you had to pick a money line, I'm still going Tom Brady primetime. Prime he had to make sure he got um, a money line back in here. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be a show. Lace, it, what, right? 700 and to win Obviously, saving the best for last, picking Brady. I wish Gronk would, uh, you know, make an emergence again, but it uh, looks like we won't get it again this week. Um, you know, I think the Giants are good. They'll keep it close. It, it just feels like a, a much safer side to bet here. So uh, give me Tampa Bay money line and take those Giants points. Okay. So you're laying what? What is it, 700 to 100 or something like that? <laughs> got to be something like that at 11 point spread uh, yeah, if you've been betting the tampa bay money line the last few weeks you are uh, probably poor by now so just keep that in mind uh, <laughs> yeah I, I don't have a ton else to add here to this one um it's just too many points I, like nick said bucks win giants oh. um okay so running it back for the locks of the week Corey is on the seahawks plus two and a half I am on the Cowboys plus two and a half. PB is on his Saints plus one and a half. And Nick, what are you going with for your lock of the week? Let's hear it. Cowboys two and a half. I'm with you. as well. All right. Ride or die, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that about wraps up this week's uh, spread bets. We'll see you guys tomorrow for our week. I would say 10 week 11 DFS picks. Uh, so thank you guys for watching. Please like and subscribe. Uh, helps out the channel a lot. And we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.